0: Jay right
1: in your face. Welcome back to episode number Kevin Garnett, aka Grievous Vasquez.
0: Grievous. Grievous <laughs>
1: Vasquez. AKA Episode Number 21. Alongside me today is my co-host. Man, I forgot. What what name should I use today? I don't even know. Don't recycle one. No, no, we're not recycling. No. no okay, no. I'm just gonna use Zade for today, and then come up with another <laughs> one after. Uh, what's going on, man? It's been a while since we've been on here. I think the last time we were on here, uh, the Raptors were approaching Game Seven. Yes. And now we're three games into the Conference Final. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish we kind of like had an ESPN studio that we could just record I know, all the time, but I know. unfortunately with the way it works, uh, that's not always the case. So uh, let's start off by talking about the. Actually, no. First of all, tell me how. Uh, the last couple of weeks have been for you, or week, I guess, have been for you in terms of, a, you know, a basketball perspective. Like a lot of stuff's happened in the league, the draft yeah, lottery, yeah. like a lot of things happen.
0: A lot, of, like a lot of decisions are being made. This, the, um, I just, I just read this morning that, um, you know, uh, Flip Saunders' son that coached the the, coach, the, the, the Wolves, yeah. yeah, he's getting like, he's getting resigned for another, I don't know how many years, whatever it is. I was like, I was like, wow, okay. So a lot of decisions are being made, and 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 we'll get into that later on but i think just first i wanna i know we're a bit late on this but this this moment here that i'm gonna play for you right now is too big of a moment in raptors and in, even in nba history to not be addressed so we're gonna play it right now
1: you gotta be aware of the inbounder here if you're filling it's off the letter defended by simmons is this the dagger
0: What a shot by one Kawhi Leonard gets the gets the friendly roll gets a friendly bounce all over the rim and, and the shot goes into uh, seal game seven and seal the series against the Sixers and it feels like every time we have a rant about when they lose uh, they come back and they win so then that's exactly what they did we rant after game six I believe and they came back and won game seven but that shot like I, w- I was watching a bunch of things after uh, the day after the shot and people saying like. That was the moment, you know, he became a Raptor. You know, he's, like, too... He's he's too deep into, like, Raptor's history now because he's starting to break records. He's starting to do things in a Raptor uniform that, like... When you think... Like, when, when, when you think 10 years down, down the line, you're like, oh, he's that in Raptor's uniform. He's a Raptor, right? So, obviously, you link it with him staying and you link it with him um, wanting to be a part of the team in the future. So, and that shot was just, like, unbelievable. I mean, The, uh,
1: the trickiest it, part yeah. with Kawhi Leonard is, like, trying to find out if he actually has feelings and stuff. Because <laughs> you're, like... To the normal human being who's gone through a few things that he's gone through in this city, especially like when you come here, you're not just being supported by a city. You're being supported by a country. Yeah. Okay. So I know that there's a lot of restaurants offering him like food for life. They're doing their signs.
0: Kawhine and Dine.
1: Kawhine and Dine. He's got free food if he resigns. He's got uh, he's. In, in the conference final in this first yeah. year with Toronto, say what you will, they're in the conference final. They're down 2-1 with a very competitive Milwaukee team, and it's not a series until someone wins on the road. Yep. So it's 2-1 right now, it up. Everyone's won at home. Like, they're a good team. They're a good team. And, and I think that when you take all that into consideration, then the shot, the biggest shot in, like, country history, people are drawing this, like, portrait of him shooting over joel and beat outside their building
0: i know i know it it seems like the (laughs) messiah's
1: return and everybody's just like welcoming him with open arms it's like you know it it just for me i i don't know if he has feelings and if these things really affect him but i was watching i can't remember i i want to say it might have been nick Wright. he was saying like that was the that i think that game is when Kawhi became a rapper yeah that's what he was saying yeah like it's not. It's no longer. This is the team that signed me. That I'm playing a year right. rental for. This is like. This is. I'm a raptor. Like I hit mm. that shot. I'm a part of the team. I'm celebrating. The, the, mo- the celebration that he that he had after that shot too was incredible.
0: The emotion he had. You see, like the blue the blue gatorade on his tongue. You know, yeah. like you know what I mean. Like he was yelling. He was like he he looked emotional. The, the he looked way like this he guy squatted it. and waited for I it know. to go down to and Like Joel
1: Embiid <laughs> was like peeking around the, the corner of the rim. Like, I want to talk about Joel Embiid for a bit because uh, a lot of people were like, oh. If he doesn't cry. He doesn't care, bro. I don't care if you cry. Cry me a river. Like, <laughs> man, this, guy, this guy's flying airplanes in game three, windmilling on our heads and like talking trash like it's his gym, yeah. buddy. Who cares? Nobody, literally nobody in the city or the country cares that this guy shed a tear. Yeah, sure, he cares. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, he's a professional athlete. He should care. That crying, I get it. That's cool. Yeah, but nobody feels bad for you. Nobody, fe- you, you didn't show up to play. You made five field goals in game three and then start talking yeah. trash. So take what you like. If you're gonna dish it, and honestly, he's accepting it. He posted um, he posted on Instagram, yeah. a picture of himself and the the like. The location was like the crying, the crybaby or yeah. something. Yeah, he so, was I mean, blubbering. He's, like he's ew. embracing it. Yeah, he's one of the ugliest <laughs> criers I've ever seen, to be honest.
0: <laughs> but I mean, I don't. Th- I don't know if it's so much that people feel bad for him. I think they just they're more. First of all, I was surprised he cr- he cried like that. Like I didn't see that coming out of him, and and th- I don't think anybody else saw that. It obviously does mean it does mean that he cares but I think what I want to see is moving forward how much does this really hurt you like are you really gonna you know stop eating burgers before your game are you really gonna you know treat your body how it's supposed to be you are you really gonna do all the things that you probably should be doing because he's not like he's not like a disciplined player like when it comes to training when it comes to his his diet or whatever you know what I mean so let's see going forward how much this loss really hurt you let's see how much better you really get next year let's see what changes you make in your routines and all that stuff and then, and then we'll find out how much she really cares right crying it's an emotional thing you just lost game seven you want to go to the conference finals whatever that's in, in the moment let's see what happens in the future yeah so
1: conference finals you brought that up so right now it's two one series with milwaukee yes. takeaways from the first, first couple of games so for me Uh Man, like, I feel like I'm a broken record talking about this, but obviously defensive rebounding for the Raptors is absolutely atrocious, and you just simply cannot win games when you have 15 less possessions than the other team. Like, the thing when you look at Game 7 with Philly, we have 15 more possessions than them because we actually showed up to rebound and box out, Yeah, and that's how you win games. How do you expect to win games when you're giving people? And it's not just any second chance. Like, these are bunnies around the rim. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, it's one thing when Brooke Lopez, the seven footers, tipping it. But when Pat, Pat, Connaughton, Pat Connaughton is putting yeah. back putbacks, when George Hill is putting back putbacks, like last night, they Danny Green, I felt, had a great block on Chris Middleton at the end of regulation. Yep. And nobody was there to help him out. And yep. then the guy just got his rebound back, put it back up, and it's a two point lead. It's like, why is it that we, whenever we're up, I'm I'm the most scared. Like, I'm more <laughs> I, I'm more at ease when we're down one than when we're up one. Yeah. Because I know that at least when we're down one, we have somebody who's going to make a play. But it's like when we're up, everybody forgets to, yeah. how to play basketball. So it, that, I guess, has been a little bit frustrating. But for me, man, like, the depth comparison. Like, Fred Van Vliet just did not show up to play basketball in this entire playoffs. And it's mm. been atrocious. He was, like, 1 for 8 last night. Like, 0 for 6 in game 2. Like, it's just been... Garbage from him, like no production. Danny Green is not playing like a veteran whatsoever. He's yeah. also playing like it's his first playoff run. And then you have guys like you know George Hill coming off your bench and giving you twenty five points, or Pat Connaughton who's going to come off and give you a ten to twelve
0: and give you hustle hustle stats. All, every all every
1: things. game they have one guy that's snapping on us, and it's not Giannis. It's Giannis, never Giannis hasn't Giannis. had that game yet. Yeah. Well, I guess game two he had like 30, 30 in a bit, but it was it wasn't even him. It was the story wasn't him. The story of game two was Ursan Ilyasova. Oh my, and
0: the goodness. story of
1: game one was uh brooke lopez and the story of game three was if they won would have been george hill he had 25 points off the bench
0: yeah made the podium after the game in Game Two. like it's like like how much how he killed we just us? keep
1: getting dogged by these guys bro like you're suddenly has been on more teams than like he i think he's got drafted and like before the raptors even were created and just did a tour <laughs> around the league like i don't even understand and then brooke lopez like i'm not disrespecting brooke i think he's a great player love man, brooke 29 points like I love Brook, and he'll give me like sixteen to twenty, and I think that's really good. But twenty yeah. nine, this guy's like hitting threes over our heads, like step back threes. Yo, yesterday he turned the corner off a screen and then went all the way to the rim for an end one yes, on Marcus Hall. I'm I like, know. this guy can't even move, bro. <laughs> What's happening right now?
0: There's a there's a lot of things, and honestly, you credit like you you credit Milwaukee. They're so well coached, and they're and they're and they're such a good team. Like, I think the biggest problem with the, with our team with, with, with the Raptors is just that. You, we kind of we depend so much on Kawhi. A bunch of examples, you know, when we need a bucket, you give the ball to Kawhi, and we kind of we iso. Our la- we had three, two or three, last possession of regulation, last possession of overtime, last possession of second overtime, whatever it was, where we we shaved off the for one of them we shaved off ten seconds off the clock, and then Nick Nurse calls a timeout, and there's maybe thirteen seconds left on the clock. He called a timeout to run a inbounds a play for. Kawhi Leonard uh, Kawhi Leonard ISO pull up three So that's the That's the player Like There's too much Dependence on Kawhi What what, what And then
1: what, And then you end The third quarter With a lineup That had uh, Fred Van Vliet Yeah Danny Green And uh, Who was it There was a third option On there It was like Could have been Jody Meeks I think Because that was When a lot of That players, was a quick Yeah lineup. when he pulled yeah. Pascal And put
0: Jody in the yeah. game And then Cal. Like, yeah so, Bro Are you kidding me Yeah So there's a lot of lineup is that. There's a lot of things. Coaching wise, like I think Brudenholzer is a way better coach. And it's obvious because Man, Budenholzer is using ten guys. We're using six. And but there and at the same time though, their guys are showing up. We have we've got guys that don't show up who are we. don't know.
1: I don't know if Jeremy Lynn can show up or not. I don't don't know know, if Pat McCall can show up or not. I don't know if Chris Boucher can show up or not. Why not, man? Try them out.
0: Uh, it's least. not
1: like what we're going with here is like the the solid and then yesterday ibaka takes like a 13 minute break i'm They're surprised
0: like, i'm very yeah, surprised left.
1: he left in the third quarter didn't come back to overtime or like yeah. at the end of the fourth yeah why what is happening man our success against philly came when ibaka and gasol were in together yeah that's when we couldn't that's when they couldn't rebound
0: right exactly
1: then that and that's and that's the, the common is tricky because pascal gave you 25 so you're like what do you do, right? Like, do you, do you set Pascal him. or do you just? I well, think we should still, sit Danny Green. Absolutely, like I don't even want to see him on the court.
0: We're still mobile with with Serge, so you can really you can play Serge and Gasol and then put Pascal the three. Like, and then imagine how much that matches their length, especially if you if you put yeah, Pascal the three, you put Kawhi Giannis, the two. They're long Rook. team. We can't afford these Fred Van Vliet, Norman Powell. Even though he's Norman Powell has been playing great. Can't touch Norman. No, no, no. But I'm saying we can't afford to have a Norman Powell, Fred Van Vliet, and Kyle Lowry lineup. These yeah. guys are all s- below 6'4. No, Fred,
1: Fred Van is irrelevant in this season. You know what I mean? Like, like, like <laughs> they, they actually laugh when he's on the court. He's not doing anything. He's not even shooting. And when he's not shooting, he can't drive it. And he's, he's these so dumb, small. These dumb one handed layups that he goes, he's not even holding the ball with two hands. <laughs> like, what are you doing, bro? It, it, You're 6'1 soaking wet, man. It, like, it,
0: yeah, honestly, it, it's just too small. And a lot of times he's, he's scared to go up, which, I mean, I understand, but. You got to mix up the lineup. You can't have these two guys, three guys who are sub. Jeremy Lin's a big guard, bro. That's the thing. That I know, yeah, me. yeah. It's like,
1: how are you just gonna keep going with Fred over and over and over? And no matter how bad, how how useless, how irrelevant he's been, he's done nothing for your team. But you keep going to him. And
0: Jody Mix is also 6'4 or under. He's also a small guard. So I don't know why he keeps putting these Jordy small Meeks guards in line.
1: He hasn't made a shot since 2010. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> like, that, I don't that, know. I'm where saying, do we nurses, even get him? Nurses' decisions is where it all stems from. And it's like you're seeing him, you're just seeing him make bad plays. Like the amount, of, the amount of last second plays that we saw yesterday, we were talking about it And we're like, what is he doing? Like, there's no way you're calling timeout. There's no way you're, the last play of the game is consistently. Isaac Kawhi. Yeah. Isa Kawhi. Isa Kawaii. Get some movement. Like what are you calling that timeout for? What do you say in the timeout? is that like does Kawhi just come in be like, yo, give me the ball? A staple. What, what is it's it? It's a staple to say, oh, he called the timeout and they drew a play.
1: So that's it's, it's a fallback, like, oh, if it doesn't work out, oh well he drew the play and that wasn't it. We it, went away from the play.
0: It's such a like, poor decision. Like, at the end of
1: regulation, you're gonna call a timeout and come back with what, a, a Siakam contested three over Brook Lopez from the top. Like first oh of all, Siakam is not even a good wide open three point shooter, let alone contested with the game on the line. It, like, the, the, why? The decisions
0: are glaring. They're they the lineups are glaring. The the last second plays are glaring. You know, it's and, and I I mean all, Nick Nurse was praised for his offense when before he was a head coach. And like I don't see anything. We literally like, can't break hundred. I don't see anything different. We
1: broke hundred yesterday because we went to double overtime. Yeah. But honestly. actually if, if you look at all of our games from game one against Philly, I think the highest was like one oh
0: four. Yeah, and nobody scores because it's just Kawhi. Kawhi, Kawhi, quiet. and then Pascal has good games. You know, we one thing that also came out, I wanted to touch on was we wasted Game one, we should have won it. Yeah, and then that's another issue. Are is are closing out, and we saw that issue in game three oh, with, we with overtime. Right
1: in the fourth, everybody other than
0: Kawhi, you, uh, uh, Kyle. Kyle, and you can't waste a thirty point night from Lowry. You can't waste that. That like, thirty it's point, never It's again. never. It's not gonna happen again. You, you had the opportunity. He carried. Kawhi didn't play as as well. Maybe shooting the ball and stuff. So, but. You can't wait. Like Kawhi, we know he's gonna score thirty. He's been doing it. Kyle Lowry, he's not gonna do it again. I
1: feel obliged personally to give Kyle Lowry some credit because I'm the first person to rip on him. I know, yeah, for sure. And I think he's actually been very, like, playing very well. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a little bit of exception to you fouling out with six minutes left in the game. I think as a as a player, you need to be a better manager of that. But actually, it's that buff. unlocks another thing. Because I don't think we mentioned this about Powell's fourth foul that he picked up at the end of the fourth, or end of the third quarter yeah. with 45 seconds left to pick up his fourth. We're like, okay, sub him. He pulls in a sub. Who does he take out? Pascal Siakam. And then Not next, Norman. next play, Norman picks up his fifth foul. Oh, like As a coach, you need to know your personnel. Norm? He's a good player. Is he a vet? No, he's not not a vet. He's gonna go for the reach, even though he has four fouls at the end of the third. And what's gonna happen within twenty seconds? You just picked up two fouls for a guy who gave you your biggest spark in the game.
0: It's hard to take. I understand why it's hard to take him out because he's the only spark in the game at the time. But he's got five fouls, man. Like yeah, and it's it's it's, 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 the end of the quarter. It's the end of the quarter. It's gonna change the outcome of the game. And when he came back on after in the fourth, remember we looked at him. We looked at him. No, not no confidence. We looked. We saw him. Someone driving, we saw him reach again. The same exact, like, he's not disciplined. You have to know, like you said, you have to know your personnel. Kyle Lowry can't foul out at the With end of the six minutes left, you man. You can't, it, it, yeah, you can't. You can't have that. you got to manage. It's all like,
1: five fouls, like, yo, I get, like, maybe the refs were calling some questionable stuff. But you are Kyle Lowry, like, stop giving up dumb fouls. Like, his, the foul he fouled out on, I could not believe it. Like, you're sticking your arm yeah. in there. You don't even know what's happening. You're not looking at the play. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. that's a foul. Yeah. Get your arm out of there.
0: There's a bunch of things that we had to clean up. I think game one, we should have won. I think game three... Not that we were lucky to win. I think we held on for like for like dear life. Yeah. I you know what love, I mean? Like
1: I would love to see the Raptors hack a, hack a Giannis, though. I think hacking Giannis. He missed a handful. playing well. He missed a handful. You he had 12 I mean? points yesterday. It's like the fifth time this season he's scored under 15. And that's what's scary. Like, and that's the thing, you gotta praise the Raptors for their defense. Our defense has been incredible. Like yeah. we've we've really, with the exception of like the one off guys like the Brook Lopez, like the Arizona Yeah, the main guys are being Handled like Bledsoe is being contained. Giannis is being contained to a relative degree. The other guys are being contained. It's just every game there's one guy that slips through the cracks. Bro, but when you have a bro, when you Brogdon. have a team of just one through eight guys that can give you thirty, like they actually have eight guys that can yes. run you thirty on the on on a night. Yeah. So. It's tough to control all of them. Yeah. But the fact that you're controlling the main one on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. I'd say game two was an anomaly. We d- really didn't we show up to come play out. game We didn't two. come out game two. That's uh, but game one about. and game three were really indicative of how our defense has been all year, mm. and I, you can't veer away from that. You gotta give the credit where it's due in our defense, but our offense is just so stagnant and guys aren't showing up no and they're movement, not confident nothing. in their abilities.
0: There's nothing. There's no movement. There's no it's just give the ball to Kawhi or even Pascal. I saw Pascal, you know, he does a little spin move in the lane whatever it is. Like our best is when we run it through Mark. And he's had he had a bunch of plays in in, uh, in game three where he had like these really nice assists in the lane. He had cutters moving. Yeah. When you give it to Mark, he's in the post. He can see everything, and you have people moving. So that's when it's the best. Obviously, you can't. i Mark. Gets tired. You can't facilitate everything through him. But go to him a lot more, and Bro, he's if, a smart player. It's
1: pretty crazy that if Mark gives us like 15, we fifteen, we're gonna win. We win. We went absolutely, 15. absolutely. Like this is Marcus. I remember Marcus getting you like thirty and 10 one Bro, time in his career. Yeah, where did he's that not, guy go? He's older.
0: He, <laughs> he's he, not a
1: geezer. <laughs> he's, he's playing well this year. His
0: role's, his role, his role has been diminished a lot offensively, like from a scoring perspective. Yeah. So he went from
1: shooting like an average of two threes a game to last night he was like four of eight or like yeah. five of nine. Yeah. It's, like I get it. I get it. It's changed, but like last night, that's exactly what we need, man. There was that one inbound play where they gave it right. I think it was an overtime, mm-hmm. with right to mark at the top of the three, and he just bangs
0: it, and it yeah. puts us up one. I was like, man, and it's amazing. That was a huge play. And we've, been beg- we've been begging him to do it, to shoot, to just, to just shoot. He doesn't look. He, he gets the ball. He looks around to pass, yeah. and then, and then he started shooting. He, he was missing a little bit. and We're like, okay, whatever. Honestly, not that big of a deal. This is what That's we want fine. you to do. That's,
1: you stretch the defense. To so shoot. If you're not yeah. shooting, nobody's gonna run at you. Then you, you're double team. Exactly. And another thing that I want to see improve is. I know we can't really speak on Kawhi because Kawhi has done so, so much for Bro. us that you have to be thankful. But <laughs> there's been a few possessions where I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you got to be a better decision maker. Passer. You can't walk you into passer. a double-triple team and then not look for the pass. Like, stuff like that. Just refining. And I honestly think after Game 3, man, I can see us coming out of this series maybe the only thing that scares me is game 7s in Milwaukee. Yes. Uh that's kind of the only thing I'm a little bit afraid of but as long as we compete I have nothing to complain about. Like this Milwaukee team is a great team. Yeah. And they from 1 through 8 like we were saying they have guys that can just give you 30. So
0: Well coached, well the personnel, the GM of the, of, of the Bucks from, is a genius. from day one like, of the season has it. just
1: been a it's like a like a fairy fairy tale season for these they're, guys. They're amazing. New building, huge fan base, yes. Like, I'm happy for them. Yeah. Let's talk about my favorite guy in the Western Conference, Logo Lillard. The guy with oh, the most man. L's in his name. <laughs> so Logo Lillard, they're down 3 nothing right now to Golden State without Kevin Durant. Okay. They gave up game three at home, which is heading into the game three in Toronto last night. I was shook. I was like, this is the series. Like, yeah, you lose this exactly, game, it, exactly. the series is done. It yeah. doesn't matter if it's four or if it's three. If you go you down 3-0. Well, you might as well
0: end it there. Pack your bags. Yeah.
1: It's, it's over. So... Damian Lillard, I just want to run you through his uh, numbers so far in the series. So he's putting up twenty a game, uh, in comparison to his twenty five a game in the playoffs. So he's down five point five points a game. Yeah. He's pretty even on his uh, rebounds. He's actually up a little bit on his assists. So he's up like up four assists a game. Yeah, it's
0: pretty good. His teammates are playing better, honestly. I think.
1: So his field goal percentage, he's averaging thirty two point eight percent, which is down twelve percent from his playoff average. Dang. Okay. So. On the series, in three games, Damian Lillard is an accumulated minus 43. Wow. Minus 43. So, um, my forty-three. three. Okay. Before we get into this, a report came out after game three when they went down 3-0. That yeah. Damian Lillard is now fighting through injury. He's separated actually ribs. playing with a rib injury, right. separated ribs or whatnot. Yep. yep. Uh, and then he After comes game out
0: two. And, that was, I think he suffered that injury. Game two three? No, it, the report came out after game three, but he suffered that injury in game two. Oh, okay. okay. So that, that's the, the timeline of it, I yeah, guess you could say. Okay.
1: So they asked him about it. He confirmed it. Right. Do I buy it? Personally, I don't. I don't. Yeah, you can say I'm a hater, but. It's just so fishy to me that the injury comes out when you're down 3-0. And, like, the Warriors lost KD. They lost Boogie Cousins. But they have guys like Jordan Bell and Kavon Looney giving you guys the works. Like, don't get me wrong. Jordan Bell and Kavon Looney are in the NBA. Yeah. But by no means should these guys be coming in and running you out of your own gym. Like, game one, towards the end, it was all Kavon Looney. That whole comeback was just alley-oops to Kavon. Pick and rolls with Kavon Looney. He's like, eating, though. He's Kavon eating off. He had, like, 15 or 16 points. Like, you can't... Like, Kavon Looney on the Warriors can't give you 16. Like, that is something that you you can't have, especially when you have Clay, Steph, and Dre. That are, they're in a zone right now. Like, we're going to talk about that one in a bit. But yes. what do you take away from this? Is this more on Dame? Is he
0: injured? Like, do you buy this? I'm not going to put all the blame on Dame. I'm going to put it on Dame and CJ, because you guys are both the leaders of the team, and you guys are both coming up short of what the expectation should be. So, and people always ask us, why do you, like, they're averaging, bro, they're averaging 20 each, three seven assists, and then McCollum has 3.7. Like They're averaging good numbers on the surface, but people ask, why do you care so much about, about field goal percentage? When you're shooting a volume of shots, every shot you miss, you could say is a wasted possession.
1: Yeah, we were trying to explain that.
0: Right, so, you know, you can put up 40. If you're putting up 40 on 50 shots, I'm not impressed. You're just, it's just volume at that point, right? So, what the league averages is what forty six percent. You you should if you shoot forty five to fifty, like that's From, pretty. Yeah, for for overall vo- that's for, pretty good for a volume for a volume score. That's, scorer, very, good. that's, that's good. very good. They're shooting shooting thirty two percent, thirty three percent uh, for Dame and thirty seven for for CJ. You guys are the volume guys. You guys are shooting six to uh, uh eight to ten yeah. percent percentages percentage points lower than the average. Like you're wasting possessions at that point. So you're not if you're not coming up big. They've they've got you guys figured out, and I and there's a lot of times where the the the, the words will trap and double them, and they don't really know how to make plays. I they like team. freaks out. Yeah, yeah. so I <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not gonna just put it on on Dame. I'm gonna put it on um, on TJ as well because you guys are the dynamic duo. And honestly, I just think in general, though, like there's no chance. Yeah, there, they're the dynamic no chance,
1: duo, man. but but Dame always wants to be that guy. Like, and that's my thing with Dame is. He's always talking about how much credit he should get and how much he deserves to get, and how people don't give him the respect that he deserves and he should. He's a top two, this, this, that. Man, like Steph Curry is giving you the works right now. Steph is nasty, man. Wow. And this is and this is the guy that you constantly are being compared against because you're both starting guards from the Western Conference top yeah. teams. Yeah. So, like, it's not even competitive, man. Like Steph Curry is putting up thirty seven a game. <laughs> 37 <laughs> a game off 48% shooting. See, that's it. That, that's and, and you that's wanna, where the stars You want to tell me about Go advantages? Ahead. Like, oh, you know, well, Dame is being guarded by Clay. Clay's a big guy. Bro, Steph Curry's like 6'3, 120 pounds.
0: Yeah. And you're yeah. leaving
1: him wide open. There's been so many times where I'm looking at, like, the shot chart or like I'm looking at like all these things and like Steph Curry's making like routine shots man like top of the key three-pointers like this is Steph Curry's bread and butter what do you mean he's taking wide open top of the key shots like you can't do that Terry's thoughts I think has been a bit weird in his rotations I think he's gone away from Aminu a little bit more and, yeah and given yeah, Zach Collins lie. a bit more run based off their last series but Zach Collins is good though I like him like the Warriors are good but man without KD and without Boogie you like, this team, I know Boogie hasn't done much, but they're constructed to have him on the team. And he's not on the team. So, you can't I, be down 3-0 to that, man. You can't lose. If it was I, 2-1, I'd be okay with it.
0: But 3-0, like... I mean, I'm not going to put it, like... You're making it, you're making it seem like they had a chance. even without No. Even without even without KD. Even without Boogie. Boogie, like... I, 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 would, I would say that Impact, obviously, is bigger with KD than no Boogie. You know what I mean? Really? Like Because Boogie just kind of got added at the end of the season, whatever. But they played a more fluid style of basketball without KD. The ball moves, Andre Iguodala eats, jamon mon Green's been eating, Clay eats, Step like, these guys still eat, even without KD, the ball that's moves. That's what I'm saying, like, when cleaner. you get to the
1: conference finals, the assumption is your team is good enough that you can not let Iguodala eat at the age of 35, but, you know, three years but, into his arthritis. Like, but- <laughs> You, you you can't let him eat, and then Draymond Green is gonna eat. He's gonna eat. That's fine. Dre, Steph,
0: Clay, like these guys are great. But outside of them, who's who else is but, there? But they're not, not eating.
1: John not even playing well. They're
0: not eating because it's like a one on one ice or whatever. They're eating because that that their style. Because they're of play. eating
1: Portland's system. They're, they're, they're
0: eating it. Yeah, that's not, they can't, the they can Portland can defend it. Steve Kerr's it's a genius. The way they play, these guys play with like the way they move, the way they give the off ball, screens, ball up. screens, they're always. You you, moving, you think Ivon Lewis scoring sixteen points, posting people up? No, he's eating off. Allyoups off off passes from Draymond like this is how they play together. It's it's not it's literally not fair. It's it, it, there's they don't sign a chest and the, the perfect system. Yeah, and defensively like and defensively they're 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 disciplined. They know how to guard. Like it's it's not even it's not even fair to 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 compare a two man show that plays isoball ball compared to a show that now is that is down to three all stars. Yeah. who share the ball and move the ball and shoot three. the way they After shoot. After losing two all-stars. Yeah, they exactly. Three. So, it, to me, there's no ch- they had no chance to begin with. It, even if Dame and, and, and CJ played to the full potential, I think there's more back and forth in the series. But, I mean, you have Dame and CJ playing... Not like subpar And then you have The Golden State whereas Playing like they used to play Before the KD era KD era Yeah There's no chance
1: And to mention uh, Draymond Green on the series Is averaging 16, 11, and 8
0: Bro This guy lost like All that weight After the All-Star After the All-Star game I think he went Like on a whole diet To get back into into game shape 25 pounds And he's just killing it. He lost 25
1: pounds. He's shot his mouth because he actually doesn't talk anymore. Yes. And he talked about it. He's like, I was doing more acting or more crying than I was playing. So I needed to change that. So I have to commend him, man. Like that's a huge transformation. I thought Draymond was one of those guys that's going to walk himself out of the league because of his attitude. But it's great to see. He's a plus 35 on the series. And obviously Steph, 37, 7, and 6, 48%, plus 39 on the series. So... I th- do. I expect them to close it out today, and if not, it's going to be closed in Game 5 in Golden State. This is a 4-5 series maximum, 5-game series, which is really disappointing because this kind of brings us back to square one. Like, Portland... You can make the case, yeah, they got past OKC, but is OKC really a good team? They haven't won a single series since Kevin Durant left. This is not the first time they lose in the first round. They lost to Utah last year. Yep. And then in the second round, they struggle against a Denver team who's never been to the playoffs before. A 2-3 matchup that goes to Game 7, and you just pulled it out at the end because CJ put you on his back. like Literally, Game 6 and 7 had 30-plus in each one and put Damian on his back. So you can now look at this and be like, Really, like, outside of Dame's, like, game one or series Series one performance and obviously sealing it with the shot, like
0: he's been poor he's been he's not he's he really well. been
1: subpar he's yeah. been back to the mean and yeah a lot of people come like sales gets like offended sales. when i say this as if i'm like <laughs> i'm like out here to hurt his feelings man like these are just this is what's happening like yeah look at it we you give wanna, him
0: all. you want to google it google it we give, we <laughs> google give him the right things. we give him all the credit after that first year I was like wow you know dame is here dame and then he kind of followed i up. thought he was here man yeah. i thought he
1: was here for Sean. Sure. like this guy took last year to heart no like yeah. it's the same thing same he's struggles, back. Man. like He's about to lose in the same fashion he's been losing. He's yeah. going to get swept again. Yeah. yeah, but the conference final. Yeah, but this is the first real opponent. Because, yeah. like we said, OKC is trash. They lose in the first round every year. Yeah. And then um. Denver, young Denver, young team. Denver is but they, great, but they're inexperienced. They're a young team. You should be able to handle and, your business. And they went to seven. You they should took them to the max. Like, like, realistically, that if that was a 2-3 series in any other way with a more experienced team versus less experienced, you'd yeah. see that in, in a six game. Yeah. And it ended off on your home court in six. Let's talk about KD because, we'll, like we're talking and we're painting this picture about you know Golden State being so good and mm-hmm. they have Clay, Dre, Steph and their system and Steve Kerr. Mm-hmm. And I saw a report that KD is not happy with Why the comments of it being Steph Curry's team. That no matter yeah. how much I do or you know how much we win with me in the lineup, it's still never going to be my team. Yeah, shocker. So let's talk about KD. The implications that this would have on him.
0: I think I, I saw. Uh, I was watching. I think it was the herd. I don't know. I, I know you know Katina Mobley. Yeah, you know, I don't like the herd. <laughs> you know Katino Mobley. Yeah. Uh, so he was on the show, and apparently, so he had said something about it being Steph's team, and like they're better. He said he said they're better without without KD. Obviously, then he doesn't mean.
1: Tino was uh, on with Boussard and yeah, he's uh, he, Raw Parker. They
0: all bounce around. He, he okay, bounces okay, around, yeah, yeah. He bounces I like, around. I feel like I remember this yeah. interview. Yeah. So he said that the Warriors are better without KD. Obviously, it doesn't mean skill wise, but he means like the way they play. Their system is more fluid and whatever. KD DM'd him a minute after that comment was made, and he and they kind of had a discussion about that. So obviously, you know, KD is very sensitive. But honestly, if I'm KD, I'm looking at that Warriors team. I'm like, man, I they don't need me. I said that maybe I think the last episode or the episode before, I was like, the Warriors didn't need KD. They needed him not to be on another team in the the West. Do you know what I mean? So I'm looking at him like, okay, well, my option is I stay on this team. I can win three, four more rings, but they're all going to be like, hey, they didn't need you. Especially if they win this year and KD doesn't play at all for the rest of the way. He's going to have a third ring that he didn't even contribute to. You know what I mean? Like that ring is... If you if you put asterisks on those first two, imagine how empty that third one is. Yeah. So you go, I want to see I want to see KD go to New York. Or whatever team it is. I, I like New York cuz it's like a big it'll it, be nice to resurrect a franchise like that, you know, all, like they're they're big an, market. they're a big market and it's important. It's an important team in the NBA to some degree, but I want to see him go on his own team. And even, even if he has a guy like Kyrie or something like he's it's still his team. It's pretty
1: funny because like the the whole thing is with the third pick, New York is going to take RJ yeah. But it's like how do you take RJ and then pick up Kyrie? Because we've seen like RJ's a point guard. RJ? W- no, he's like 6'8. Yeah, but he's a 6'8 point guard. No, he's he not.
0: I'm not he look, had, on a Duke team short sure, in college, whatever. They had O okay, K, well, what is he? A shooting guard? He's not a big He's man. a wing. He's just a wing. He's just a wing. So he's, he's a KD. But you could put KD to four. That's nice. You could put RJ to two. That's nice. Oh, that's it could, work, man. It, No, obviously, like, you, oh, bro, we're not professional Ky- coaches. Like, you to make Kyrie,
1: it work. Kyrie, like, the thing about Kyrie is I feel like he doesn't respect young players. Like, he wants all the young players to go through what he had to go through and wait and, and like struggle like it's like why bro like, fine, are why you, are you are had you... young guys in boston that were better than rj like tatum is much better than rj yeah. brown is much better than rj and he wouldn't give them the ball why would then when he turn and give is, it to RJ? but is
0: that really what you're concerned with if you're new york in general like am i concerned about rj I'll be, i'm probably gonna ship him somewhere no, else no no i'm not no not, not the what?
1: concern but it gets you thinking like what are they gonna do with that third yes because what they'll I, do yes a lot of teams would want rj i'd I would man, want if I, I was one of the RJ. on the like, the bar, lower fifteen, I'd want RJ. Of
0: course, yeah, yeah. You can make a lot. You can make a lot happen with that pick, which I think it'll 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 come in clutch if they end up signing two max guys or whatever, Jimmy Butler or whoever the the free agents would be. You can flip that for role players. You can flip that for veterans. Watch, you can flip this that for whatever. Right?
1: Cleveland is going to trade Kevin Love for the third pick. That'd be fire. And then that'd be fire. The big three is going to be Kyrie, Kevin Love, and Kevin Durant.
0: that would be so good. I but like Kevin that. But Kevin
1: Love is too injured, so I don't know. But, I, think but be I don't think
0: Kim up has any motivation to come back yeah. on a, on a Cavs team that doesn't win games. You know what I mean? So I think you give him a little bit of motiva- motivation. You give him a little bit of, you know, maybe some some good players. I think he'll come back strong. But at the end of the day, if I'm KD, I I don't feel, like, valued. No. I, I don't need to be on this team. No.
1: Well, the thing is... So there's two statements that are going around, and I agree with one, and I disagree with another. I disagree with the fact that they're better without him because... It's still Kevin Durant. Like, I'm not saying they're worse without him, but you can't say that they're better without the best player, arguably in arguably, the world. Arguably, yeah. Because he gives you the like the closeout shots. The when things are not going too well, give him the ball. He will score. He's more efficient than Steph Curry, so he needs less shots to get his points. And he's still Kevin Durant. Um, what I do agree with immensely is that they don't need him to win. Yeah, that's
0: that. That's, they don't need him
1: because at the end of the day, what kind of team loses a Kevin Durant type player? Like, imagine, imagine like in the conference final, the Cleveland Cavaliers last year lost LeBron. And they were just, down, let's say no two ch- years ago, because last year was different. Let's say two years ago, they were just down to Kyrie and Kevin Love and no LeBron. There's no chance. You think they're going to take the Eastern Conference 3 0 against, well, maybe in the East because the East is trash, but let's assume <laughs> that it wasn't trash. Yeah. In a situation like they're in right now against a, a good team. Yeah. 3-0. They don't beat like, this Portland team. What team gets the luxury of saying that like without Kevin Durant. Oh yeah, we lost Boogie Cousins yeah. too by the way, but hey, we're still up 3-0 on the conference final. So, I don't think they need him. He knows that they don't need him. He's starting to catch feelings about it as per the usual with Kevin Durant. So, it should be fun to see where he goes. I want him to have his own team. I need I, I need to, to see it. I, I want to see him wreck the league. Like yes. I would love to see it. Even if you're in our division, bro, wreck us. I just want to see you <laughs> on your own team like earning what you're too good to be in this situation.
0: And bro. on the flip side, I think we get, also get treated because we get to see Steph Curry snap. And that's something we don't... Like, we've got to see Steph Curry just rely on KD, you know. And then KD goes out, he drops 37. He drops 40. He's averaging 37 in the series. Like, I think it'll be good for the Warriors as well if KD leaves. Because we, we get to see Steph Curry be Steph Curry. Yeah. You know, be the MVP Steph Curry. And I hope, like... I hope he, First of all, I hope he wins finals MVP I this I think they year. should this rescind
1: is, both of KD's finals MVPs and just give them give to Steph. Give it to Steph. Or at least give one. It's it's actually, it, like gets robbed. He gets robbed every year. It's disrespectful. Iguodala, man. <laughs> they give it to Iguodala. He and was the LeBron the year, stopper. <laughs> LeBron led the entire finals in every stat category. Oh,
0: man. my goodness. The LeBron stopper. A
1: six-game <laughs> final series with nobody but LeBron and Matthew Delvadova. And he led everybody in stats. And they're like, yo, good job, Biggie. You shut him down. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, that, that's why i i, I want to see if katie i i truly think don't think he'll resign just because like his attitude is just like from what what's reported is just not there it's i think man i do think he'll leave though which i'm excited yeah. for so the draft lottery happened earlier yes. this week uh,
1: so let's talk about that because that was
0: that was pretty interesting
1: to be honest with you
0: yeah so the odds changed with for everybody who thinks that you know the worst team will always get the the first pick that's not the case because they're trying to stop the tanking thing
1: yeah so I think like historically it was what twenty five percent chance you get the, the number worst one team. pick yeah and then obviously to try to combat yes. tanking tanking for Zion yeah um, they gave, for anyone, like really, the yeah. bottom like all the bottom feeders like fourteen I think it, I,
0: I think it's the bottom three or four that get fourteen percent each yeah, and, and then, then like, everything the next, is lower like four, yeah right, right so which I think very good strategy yeah. to, to to prevent tanking people still do it I think but, the strategy is is right. I just
1: don't. I think they need to work on it a little better. Yes, like you can't have the Pelicans yeah. get the number one pick with a four percent chance. Like, I get that you don't want to Random. tank, but sometimes like a player leaves your team and you're four. Like, he, like could LeBron leaving Cleveland. Like, that's not Cleveland's fault. Like, yeah, that's just LeBron being LeBron, and he's yeah. great. And when he leaves the ad, they're now trash. They would love a lottery pick. Right. But I guess the, the interesting thing is two little tidbits. Uh, David Griffin is the current GM of the Pelicans, who was also the GM of the of the Cavs. Oh, yeah. And over the last nine drafts, he's gotten four number ones.
0: Okay? That's so wild. he's clearly an NBA favorite. He has a lucky tie, though. You know? Yeah, He wore a lucky, four, tie, a lucky yeah. tie to the four, draft. One.
1: Four number ones. They had a 4% chance to get the number one, and they got it this year. And on top of that, earlier this year, the whole story of AD requesting a trade from New Orleans and mm-hmm. then instantly... You hear, oh well, this is terrible for small market teams. They can't hold down their player. Mm-hmm. This guy wants to leave. Bam. Zion Williamson's in your hands. Like it's a little bit fishy to me, and especially with the New Orleans, because they've always had a tie to the NBA. They used to be owned to be by, owned the, by NBA, the NBA. And that whole trade that was vetoed. And yeah. then they're like, yo, here New Orleans gets the number one pick and then they draft A D. Like it's always like there's something fishy happening down <laughs> in New Orleans. So I I'm New Orleans. So I don't know. What do you do that? I, I think I think they have to to revamp that because like the Grizz getting number two, I get it. Knicks yeah. getting three. But Lakers. What the hell are the Lakers Bro. doing in fourth, man? Bro. Like the Lakers finished tenth in the West. Like they just missed the playoffs and they're fourth. Like Chicago, F. Phoenix, because Phoenix never does anything. But man,
0: Chicago. Yeah, that's a good. thing. They, the, the, they
1: stunk up the joint and they yeah. didn't get anything.
0: Yeah, they got seven, right? So that's what they're that's what they're dealing with. But Phoenix
1: got like six. Hey, like,
0: it's it's a random draw. So what can we, I mean, hey, it's it's where the ping, bo- the ping pong balls fall. You know, it's yeah. it's, not, it's not rigged. So Weird. So uh, <laughs> obviously we know it's a three-person
1: draft. So the number one Pels are going to most likely take Zion. Yes. Number two Grizzlies are looking like they're locked in on John Morant. And I think move, they've already met move, him. They'll move Mike Conley, Conley yeah, which, is, shopping, which I yeah. think is nice. Uh, and then the Knicks are third. RJ obviously Barrett. the... the Insinuation is that it's RJ Barrett yes. But with how the team is going to look next year That could very well change But there's no doubt he's still going to go third overall Yep. And then I didn't bother looking at everybody else Because there's nobody else in the draft after <laughs> number three So uh, we're back the next year. Yeah, uh, Very non-exciting draft. But it's crazy because the top three are just so, so, so exciting. Mm. And the next, like, 38 or whatever it is, like, are just not exciting.
0: Yeah, but you never know, though. You can get, like, you can find gems at the low. Like, you know, Steph was, yeah, what, yeah, ninth, 6th? Like, you know like, what I mean? Nobody cares. Like, nobody's nobody cares watching now. the Combine. Yeah, nobody, like, yeah, nobody's exactly. watching Summer League, like, yeah. waiting. What's more interesting, though, is how these tr- these um picks are going to be moved and traded during the summer because there's already a bunch of reports you oh, know Lakers Pels Celtics. Knicks Celtics you know there's a bu- there's the Celtics have 14 20 and 22 this right. draft so there's a bunch of picks being packaged as as deals so i think the, the one I want to i want to start with is um i think it's almost like a three team love triangle in a way because you you have you have it was Chicago's interested in getting Lonzo Ball oh, for the seventh pick. Awful, man. Uh, um, so, Lakers will get the seventh pick. Chicago will get Lonzo Ball. And then what you can do is you can flip that seventh pick with the fourth pick to get AD. Or you, and you you add some young players or whatever it may be. So I just don't know if the
1: Pelicans will give
0: AD. They won't give AD. That's the thing. And like,
1: and like we said, this draft is so poor that
0: like the seventh four pick is seven, not yeah. really like... Even four, you're like, eh. But you can build... It sounds better than it actually is. You get, you get a four and seven pick and you have the first sorry yeah you get the four you have the first 4 and 7 and your star is going to be leaving anyways and then you're going to get Zion anyways like you can group together a bunch of young guys you can rebuild again you can move Drew Holiday maybe like you can start A team of rookies you can start you can start a, a good young team if you really wanted to and but unfortunately New Orleans doesn't have good management or whatever but that guy definitely david griffin now and he's a smart dude you know he knows how to put teams together he's put championship teams for lebron together so
1: honestly if i'm the pelicans i would bun getting four and seven and i'd just go for new york's three put rj and zan together like you were saying just like that would be a good story for the guys yeah and then just call it a day like that's be your best bet. I don't think four and seven are valuable. Listen, you, you and you're never gonna get back in return a, a corner piece like a cornerstone piece for a cornerstone. That's just not how it works. Like nobody's gonna give you their LeBron for your KD. No, it doesn't work like that. They're gonna give you a, a bunch of their JR Smiths and draft picks.
0: Otherwise, like irrelevant. What what, I, what what I like is like listen. If you're not gonna be good, at least get something that's marketable. You're a small market team. You wanna you wanna stay relevant. You wanna you want ticket sales. Like and so you do that best by getting Zion and RJ Barrett. And like you, you kind of ruin, like maybe it might not work in the NBA or it might not work right away. But like you've got two young guys for three years; they're exciting guys, they're boys, they 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 are willing to like play together. That's gonna sell tickets. That's gonna put people in their seats. Um, Zion in general will do that anyway. So like, there's a lot of moves that, that that the Pelicans can make. I think that that'll be very favorable to them as far as keeping AD. There's no point of keeping him. He's not gonna play, and he doesn't want to play. So what are you doing? You got, you, this summer you have to ship him. New York has a third pick. You could also ship him to New York if you don't want to deal with a team in your conference, or which is usually the case. So I I think the Pelicans like literally got like set up like handed a civil platter like here make a good decision this summer and they got hired the right GM. So I, I, there's the, a big summer for them.
1: He thinks that they're gonna convince him to stay, he, which the, I don't think is the, accurate. F-
0: the, the first thing he did was like I still want to leave. After they got the first pick, yeah, yeah, he like yeah. posted something or whatever it was, like I'm still not gonna be here. Like I don't know what you're doing. At
1: this point, why would you even wanna convince somebody like
0: that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not good for your team.
1: Lee like, in five years, he's committed for a one and then what, you have four years
0: of hell? Like he clearly yeah. doesn't
1: care about contracts.
0: Yeah. He's going to get his money elsewhere anyways. It's not about money. Yeah. He, he wants to win, but then he wants to go to New York by himself. Uh, I don't know what's, what, what's up with him. But many decisions happening this summer, which will be exciting. Many free agents. Yeah, people... The NBA
1: Finals are around the corner.
0: Exactly. So it, lo- it looks like it's going to be a Golden State versus, I don't know, I'm hoping the Raptors. That would be uh, crazy. I'm going to the Finals game. I, I need to go. Raptors I'm, I'm in the at, Finals. That would be crazy. are enough for me for that one. but it. it we know. I think the 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 Golden State series will end today. We said like you like you said earlier. The, are, the I, Raptors. I want to. I want
1: to believe in in Portland just a little bit more to think maybe <laughs> after all that you're gonna believe in
0: them. They'll steal one game
1: today, and Doubt just it. extend it to five. And Why? Then...
0: Why even do that? Just just leave it. Just leave it. Just call it a, call it a series. And then for for the Raptors Bucks, I think the first team to win a to win a, a road game that's what it's that's looking a, like. that's the decider that's the decider for that's what it's looking the like deciders for me um Bucks we, did I what? Know
1: we need to nod it T- two two is no no choice like you, oh absolutely you need to beat absolutely two, two. Yeah, yeah yeah and then consider winning one on the road but if we give up if we even go down
0: three one it's game yeah i agree with that one
1: so uh interesting interesting series coming up in the east west is not so interesting uh and uh even less interesting draft coming up this summer but <laughs> free agency is probably the best it's going to yes. be in nba history this summer with a lot of key guys so should be exciting to cover that uh thank you guys for your feedback hope you're enjoying the playoffs and uh enjoying this incredible raptors run like it's super stressful and all but just take a step back and realize that the raptors are one of the four teams left in the league I mean, and that the they're best competitive in the, in the conference final. Wow. So. Thank you, Kawhi, for, for <laughs> making that happen. Thank you, Masai, for bringing Kawhi. And um, Kyle Kalari, if you want to leave next year, I'm going to be upset about it. <laughs>